We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. My name is Robin. I'm Stephanie. Season 8. Episodes. Episodes. Uh, Legion. Bulletproof. Power. Power. And Requiem. And Requiem. Yeah. I saw that uh, Supergirl had a Requiem episode this this week. It did? Had a, uh, what is he, the Toy Maker? Oh, he was on there too? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Supergirl was in plastic, like a doll, like a giant human-sized doll. Oh, nice. Yeah, I look forward <laughs> to catching up with all those once the season ends. Mm. The power through like five legends, so they just that just hit Netflix. <laughs> so, just don't have time to stay tuned. And you yep. quit Arrow because you realize Justin Hartley is the best. <laughs> yeah. Like, how can Who I watch is? this? This Stephen Amell stuff. With <laughs> yeah, when Justin Hartley's the only Oliver Queen <laughs> ever. But let me tell you, Robin, these episodes were awful. I don't know like about season, that. Season 7 level of bad. Well, I guess I'm going to have to uh, talk you into liking them because uh, I liked them a lot. Okay. Legend. Wait, a uh, legend. Before legion. Get, before we get into yeah. legend or legion, I have you, uh-huh. I have some news for you. News! Yay! <laughs> this is what was 20, going on. Two thousand oh nine. This was going 2009, on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're now in two thousand nine. Uh, we just finished the mid season break, and now it's January. Uh, legion premieres on January fifteenth. Um, CW actually was one of the only networks not to preempt their show for a fifteen minute farewell address to the country. From George W. Bush, uh, because uh, he was getting ready to leave leave office before Barack Obama was sworn in as President of the United States. You remember that ma- amazing eight year period of American history where dignity and rationality were in the White House? Would you didn't like cringe every time the newscaster said the president tweeted? You remember when the GOP freaked out that Barack Obama was tweeting? <laughs> Can you imagine if they had like a looking glass? <laughs> Do you remember the GOP freaking out because there was a deficit? <laughs> Can you remember when he wore brown? Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, when Michelle Obama showed her arms. Oh, jeez. Hashtag MAGA. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag totally kidding. Uh, hashtag... Uh, uh, not a political show, I guess. Okay, so uh, <laughs> the other news: uh, Laura Vandervoort uh, was uh, cast in the revival of V at this time. So mm. remember that hot minute that V was on the air. Yes. Yeah. Uh, John Glover went on to guest on Heroes to play Siler's dad. <laughs> I wonder uh-huh. why he was cast, Siler's <laughs> dad. Uh, Todd Slavkin and Darren Swimmer, uh, you know, one of the four showrunners, mm-hmm. uh, there are two of them actually, uh, announced that this is going to be their last year at Smallville. They were hired as showrunners and executive producers of the CW's reboot of Melrose Place. Whoa. <laughs> so they went on to do that. And finally, Michael Rosenbaum was cast in an untitled NBC sitcom about adult siblings. He'd be the middle child who was panicking over becoming a new father. Uh, that never aired. Um, when he was asked about Smallville at a Windy City Comic Con, he said, I told the producers that I would only come back for the last episode or two if they let me wear a bald cap. I just grew my hair out. He also revealed in the interview that the producers have already attempted to bring him back. They asked me to come back a few times. People think they have seen me on the show since 
since then, but I found out they've only been using body doubles to pretend it's me. I don't know how fair that is to the fans. So, Or how it works. <laughs> or doesn't. Yes. Well, we will talk about that. Well, I mean, we needed a closure. We did. I know. Exactly. Anyway, we'll get to it. Legion. We gotta talk about Legion. The one where the Legion of Superheroes comes to Smallville. Oh, the I- one where... Th- Three people come from one exactly one thousand years from the future. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, three thousand and nine. I, I was like three thousand and nine. That's why. That's when I re- realized. Oh, this is two thousand and nine. <laughs> I have some uh, trivia for you. Of course, this was the only episode that got a commentary for this week, so I have all sorts of stuff for you. But uh, let me tell you about the writer Jeff Johns. Uh, okay, I know this. You know Jeff, Jeff Johns is is a comic book writer mm-hmm. who was like so super stoked to stick his foot into television and get into the lucrative lucrative world of television writing instead of the comic <laughs> book writing industry. Yeah, uh, he had previously written on Blade the series before this. So oh, that, that, uh, that was a show. That was a the show. Com- the like the uh, Wesley Snipes Blade? The Daywalker, yes. Uh, okay. If you remember, Jeff Johns already had a character named after him in uh, the episode Recruits, where he uh-huh. played the football player. Well, he didn't play, yeah. but the character was a football player. And uh, here's some iZombie trivia. Um, one of Harley Johns' brothers is was actually named Jeff Johns. <laughs> um, oh. Anyway. Uh, I met him. He's pretty cool. Got, got an autograph, you know, shook his hand. Uh, mm. Let's see. He started a career in 1997 by cold calling Richard Donner's office and got immediate, got hired as a PA after, like, getting him on the phone. Um, just, just, like, imagine that. Just, like, I don't know. And, like, soon after he gets hired at DC, he rebooted the Green Lantern, brought Barry Allen back as The Flash. Uh, a few years later, he got into TV writing with this episode, and a year after that, he's president of DC Comics. Uh, then he did some writing for Arrow. He was responsible for getting The Flash on his own show. He even executive produced Batman vs. Superman. After that failed, he was uh, hired to help run DC Films to help course correct the DCEU. And uh, we'll see how that goes. He's co-written Aquaman, Wonder Woman 2, and Green Lan- Lantern Corps. Uh, so mm. we'll see how that um, at the time this episode aired, uh, Jeff Johns was the writer of Action Comics, which actually just celebrated its, uh, I think, thousandth issue. Um, and, of course, Superman's 80th birthday was uh, yesterday, so happy mm. birthday. Um, he, happy birthday, Kal-El. Yeah. He recently wrote a uh, – well, at, at the time, uh, he wrote a very, very popular story arc reintroducing Legion to Superman's history and another featuring the return of Brainiac. Um, several aspects of these comic stories are displayed in this episode, specifically the story about Clark's father and the baseball is virtually word for word the same as the one John's told in his Brainiac arc, which is actually really good. Anyway, so Jeff Loeb set this all up. Jeff John's jumped at the chance to write for Smallville. And um, I actually re-listened to the Comic-Con panel um, before this season. And the, the way the crowd erupts when they announced that Jeff John's is writing an episode, you know. I remember yeah. that it was a big deal. Yeah. Because so. he, was, he was a hot shot at the time. All right. So I'm done with my trivia for now. Uh, well, I, when the first time I watched it, I hated it. Wow. And I thought it was so like 
the uh, dialogue was like bad, and uh-huh. I just ugh, I hated it. But the second time I watched it, I thought it's not it's not bad. I, I I'm digging it. I, uh, all the you know that the Legion wants to kill Chloe and Clark. Uh, then they're like, oh, maybe Clark's wrong. <laughs> you know, all the <laughs> you know back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good. Okay. The second time I watched it. Uh, the guy that plays Rock was on uh, Hellcats. Yeah, yeah. I remember when we watched Hellcats, I was like, hey. So I think if you go back and we don't want to wait history, you'll hear me react to find out he was – I was like, hey, that guy was on Smallville. Um, I love that uh, Chloe and Jimmy, like their banner for their wedding. Oh, yes. For the future. Future, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. And I love that Chloe is wearing Jimmy's blood on her wedding dress the whole oh, episode. Yes. Oh, so. It's like a reminder. Don't mm-hmm. forget. Jimmy is fighting for his life. Uh huh. So Clark has uh, checked three time zones after when this episode, <laughs> and he's still wearing his dress shoes. He, like, comes clopping in and is like, I just checked three time zones and I can't find her. Um, so put, put some sneakers on, at least. Um,. And, uh, yeah, I like the whole thing where it's like um, Lana is back and they're going to both find their friend Chloe. So it's kind of like a, you know, we could do this together. We, you know, this is like the beginning of Smallville, like a callback, you know. I don't know. Yeah, but it was like, oh, Lana, just as I was getting over you, you're back. Yeah. Yes, I'm back to rip your heart out one more time. <laughs> Uh, then uh, after she leaves, the man in the iron mask shows up <laughs> and screws up history because he cuts into this uh, the the little S shield or whatever that's supposed to defeat Brainiac. Um, and that was like the only way to defeat Brainiac without having to kill Chloe. And then with like superheroic music, the Legion shows up to take him down. And uh, I just love it immediately. Like Gar- this kid Garth. Uh, played by Caleb Worthy, who's like a Disney- who is very punchable. Yeah, you want to punch his face. Oh gosh, so did you see? Did you see American Vandal? No, I tried to watch it. I couldn't get into it, but oh, I believe so my good. husband. My husband would love it. It's so good, and uh, yeah, he is definitely very punchable in uh, that show. Um, you thought he was punchable here? You didn't? You didn't uh, like him geeking out over uh, Superman? No. I mean, this would be me. So you probably want to punch me. <laughs> Where's your cape, Cal? <laughs> yeah, I think the first time all that really bothered me, but the second time it was okay. And then uh, I liked how the vague references to, uh, like, you know, history knows Lana Lang and uh, even Jimmy Olsen, but we don't know Chloe. So. Yep. I mean, was that just because Chloe is not a character in the comics? Uh, yeah, that's basically it. And just to kind of um, um, maybe hint that maybe she's, you know, doomed uh, to die, mm-hmm. you know. So the reason why we haven't heard of her is because she died before Clark became Superman. Uh-huh. Yeah. No glasses, no tights, no flights. This is nothing <laughs> like the Man of Steel. <laughs> I love the little callbacks. Um, let's see what else. Uh, sad. Oh yeah, they they fly shame Clark. Like everybody <laughs> fly shames him. Yeah. Like, ha, ha, you gotta get on that. We can fly. You can't. 
the costuming they push for these guys to be dressed more like superheroes, and it makes sense, you know, to the, to them because these guys are from the future, so people dress differently. Um, and then we go to the fortress, and uh, Davis is Beauty, and Chloe is the Beast now. <laughs> And I guess Allison Mack spent a lot of time studying James Marster's earlier performances on the show mm. to really just, you know, talk like him. Um, I just, are you okay? And Chloe says, I'm just about perfect. Um, so uh, so Chloe loads him into the, the chrysalis. and He's got to bake in his cocoon for 12 days. Yeah. Yeah, and also uh, it, there's like a, like almost like a hint, like yeah, there's there actually wasn't like feelings between us. I I ran that program uh, to to get you to 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 come to me. You have no free will. So, mm. yeah. yeah, well, that kind of if it kind of sets it up that I, I don't know how to say this. So Jimmy, Jimmy and Chloe are going to be okay. In the future, when mm-hmm. if he ever comes home from the hospital, and uh, you know that she does love him, but there was just some other force that was drawing her to uh, Davis, and it wasn't necessarily her not being in love with Jimmy. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, uh, Saturn Girl tries to convince Lana. Like you said, uh, you know she knows about Lana. I wrote down she's the Eliza Hamilton of Smallville. <laughs> Like what? She's the Eliza Hamilton of Smallville. Like she does all these great things, and you know. Oh yeah. After Superman. She, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't need a, a man. She's known owner in her own right instead of just being a uh, part of the man story. But right. uh, but I like that the girl came. Uh, she Star Girl came in, and Lana was like, Saturn "Oh, Saturn Girl." Yeah, oh. Star Girl's different. Oh, okay. And Lana was like, "You're you must be confused." You must be a meteor freak, and I'm gonna help you. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Uh, also, uh, you know, when the Legion are talking to each other uh, about Chloe, like who's this Chloe chick? Maybe Chloe is under a different name now. <laughs> Which I'm like, Chloe's. <laughs> uh, um, Why do I have human supremacist? Uh, no idea. Is that who uh, the monster that came the the uh, persuader? That was persuader. Maybe okay. maybe he's a human supremacist. I don't know. Um. So uh, Brainiac's mission actually, uh, they said in the commentary how Brainiac's mission is kind of uh, changed, and uh, it's due to Jeff Johns's uh, influence. Before Brainiac just wanted to kind of wipe the earth clean and let you know you know Zod's Krypton take over. But in this this uh, episode, um, it's a lot like the comics. Like Brainiac just wants to like drain all the information out of the Earth, and then just let Doomsday destroy everything <laughs> after he's done. So, um, mm. and it's great. I love the confrontation in the fortress. You know where she tells Clark, she's like, "Why do you think I chose this this shell or whatever this body?" Oh yeah, because. When it came down to it, he would not kill Chloe. And then we he, get this great they know that that's uh, his weakness. Mm-hmm. Then we get this great shot of Chloe lifting Clark up over her head and throwing mm-hmm. him. <laughs> um, 
so uh, Jeff actually said he had a hard time writing for Lana because uh, she just came back onto the show and they weren't completely sure what they were going to do with her. And uh, Well, yeah, just like you don't know where her loyalties lie. You don't know what her plan is because a Saturn girl reads her mind and knows she has a plan and no, she knows that nobody knows and she's going to keep her secret. Mm-hmm. And also, we still don't know who Lana was texting when, she, when they asked her, does uh, the Archer believe you? Yeah. And also, Jeff said that he was sad he couldn't write for Lois and Jimmy. <laughs> um. And yeah, Clark talks with Lana and says maybe we do have to kill Lo- uh, Chloe. And um, Lana's like, "What the hell happened to you?" <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Chloe Ack goes to the hub of information in the entire world, the Daily Planet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was funny because uh, they actually said on the commentary, they're like, "Yeah, we really want to just we wanted to establish more that the Daily Planet would be like the the source of." So much information and that it would be like a draw to somebody like Brainiac, but we didn't quite get it. So and then Clark actually says it's the hub of information. <laughs> like after <laughs> I wrote that note, he says it's the hub of information. I don't know. <sighs> um and then uh the Brainiac symbol actually um hypnotizes Lana in Isis. There is a deleted scene though. Lana had a, a different uh fate or what have you. Um there's a scene where Lana is in the streets where everybody's just like standing around and they're hypnotized and she notices that people are just kind of standing and staring and I don't even know where the Brainiac symbol is that they're staring at because I don't remember any large like Times Square billboards mm-hmm. <laughs> up in, in Metropolis. Um, and there's this mother and daughter that come out of a, a screening of uh, – Confidential information, which is just – it's just this thing that a mother and daughter would go to see together. Because <laughs> you see it on the, the marquee. You're like, what? Uh, and Lana like waves her arms and tells them to go back, go back. And and uh, she rounds a corner and runs right into somebody manning a newsstand who has an open laptop with the Brainy accent symbol. So she's stuck there in the street staring at, at this laptop. So that was hmm. deleted. I thought it was weird. I thought, okay, I thought it was weird that we just cured Chloe from Brainiac, and now she's infected with Brainiac again. Yeah. And we Lana? just, no, Chloe. Oh, oh, Chloe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chloe was cured and then immediately reinfected. Right. And then Lana was cured. She was brought out of the coma. She left. She came back, and then she's in a Brainiac coma again. Like, that just seems so... They could have done something better, like a body snatchers thing, and had Brainiac like take care, take over like everybody, you know. Yeah. They look at the symbol, and they're all after Clark or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Clark's got to take out some sort of satellite or something like that, you know. Um. So, uh, the Legion goes after uh, Chloeac at the Daily Planet. Saturn Girl gets knocked aside. And uh, Cosmic Boy and Lightning Lad cross the streams. Electromagnetism! <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so uh, Lightning, Lightning Lad decides that he's going to kill Chloe, and, uh, but Clark stops him. And, or actually, Cosmic Boy takes, takes over. And Clark stops him and says, Does your Legion have any principles? Do not kill ever. <laughs> and so they bring, him, bring her back far away from any technology. Ever, where would you go? At the camp farm. Camp farm. 
Bobcat never hooked up the Wi-Fi, I guess, you know. <laughs> um, and it's time for a techno exorcism. And uh, I don't know. I thought it was cool. I like this. They suck the yeah. the black oil and put it in like an orb. Yeah. And, and they're going to take it back and reprogram it. Yeah. And like Chloe says, I definitely feel a lot dumber. <laughs> <laughs> And luckily for us, Chloe, uh, I don't know, would you have rather Chloe still not known Clark's identity or? That's another thing. Just when, you know, we thought, oh, we're like, we get a a reboot. We get, we go back to the beginning with Chloe not knowing anything. Yeah. It's just, it's gone just in an instant. Yep. We have it with Lois. We don't need it with Chloe. Chloe is better as the sidekick and the confidant. Yeah, yeah, I do enjoy Chloe being the the uh, sidekick, mm-hmm. Clark's sidekick. And you, like you said, uh, Brainiac Five. Let's hope Brainiac Five is a little more friendly. And uh, Brainiac Five is actually a, a reference to a comic book character. He actually showed up on Supergirl. I don't know if you remember, um, or or I don't know if you've watched all the Supergirls or you watched like one here or there because you just mentioned that you saw. The last one, or did you just see the commercial? I just saw the commercial. Okay. I don't, I, don't, I can't, <laughs> I can't deal with that show. <laughs> well, that's the next one we're doing, everybody. <laughs> yeah, Sadie's all about it. <laughs> oh, what is she barking at? Shut what? Up. No? Okay, keep going. Well, just so you know, the Brainiac 5 um, is a character, but it also makes sense in Smallville uh, because... Um, We've had four instances of Brainiac so far. We've had Milton Fine, who okay. Clark defeated at the Fortress. Mm-hmm. And then we had Milton Fine returns and uh, gets stabbed with the Kryptonian dagger in Vessel. Mm-hmm. And then number three, he gets electrocuted in um, in Arctic, I think. Uh-huh. And then four will or be whatever. when Brainiac yes. uh, uh, possessed Chloe. So mm. now we have Brainiac 5. Okay. So Legion Code set now says we preserve life at all costs. Yeah. I, he could just decide that and he doesn't need a committee to approve it. It's just – that's just huh. – why is Clark – so Clark just mandates what the Legion stands for. Well, no. I mean that was Cosmic Boy's decree. It wasn't like – it was – he was inspired by Clark and everybody loves Clark. Everybody loves Superman. Superman's okay. the best. Okay. Uh, that baseball – what? You don't believe me? Have you been watching the show? <laughs> Superman is the best. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I need you to be with me on this one. I mean for reals. Oh, okay. He's the best. Okay. He's the best. Um, Batman sucks. Okay. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, uh, the the baseball. Clark burns a little LL in it and gives it to uh, – I thought he – no, he did CK. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I wrote LL as in Lightning Lad. Yeah, he burned CK into it. That's right. He burned Lex Luthor. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, Jeff Johns is like, yeah, I got that ball. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we get a bit of uh, no fable what we make with Clark and Lana. Um, and then we have Davis has morphed into Doomsday. And boom, credits. Any more about Legion? Uh, no, it's fine. Have I convinced you more? <laughs> huh? Have I convinced you more that it was good? I mean, it, it's good. Okay. It's good. All right. Just kill him. Kill him. Where's he um, got under your skin? Who? Garth. Garth. <laughs> oh, sorry. A cat jumped on me. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was, uh, yeah. Oh, I couldn't stand him. 
Yeah, I couldn't stand him. Couldn't uh, stand him. Well, then you hate me. All right, so. Uh, I mean, and I full and okay. Clark's got the ring that if he ever wants to go oh, visit, yeah, that's right. A thousand years in the future, so I expect to see these people again. And uh, yeah, totally. I got I got a Legion ring at Comic Con myself <laughs> the mm. next year, uh, for sure. Um, it's now like at the bottom of my kids' toy box, but whatever. <laughs> They'll appreciate it one day. All right, we have another Brian Q. Miller uh, episode, Bulletproof, the one where Clark goes undercover as a cop. Hated it. All right, well, we'll talk through and find out exactly how wrong you were. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> Ty Olson is in the credits. He is the villain. Yes. <laughs> yes, of course, the, the first villain that was on iZombie. I don't know. He was on BSG, right? Was he? I think Probably. So. Yeah. Uh, I bet he, he was a good guy on Supernatural. He was Benny. Uh, okay. Benny the good vampire on Supernatural. Uh, so we got John Jones doing what he does best, manhunting. And uh, and he catches the crook and then gets shot by a sniper. Mm. And we see there's a Metropolis PD crest on the guy's jacket. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, he just came in there like out of the blue, out of nowhere and became a detective. You know, I'm sure a lot of people are upset about that. <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? Uh, yeah, that's what he. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we have uh, uh, Clark in the hospital, I think it is. Uh, oh, yeah, because John's there. Uh-huh. And L- Lana is right into the uh, Clark's new suit and tie look. Uh huh. And very proud of him too. Yeah, because yeah, from you know she re- she reads that he is actually helping people in the community, and uh, oh yeah, she's like, do the girls dig the suit and tie? <laughs> He's like, Lana, I don't, I'm not paying attention. I'm too busy. <laughs> And we uh, hear from Ollie, who turns out he knows that John's a Martian, and uh, mm-hmm. he seems like he's part of the league, and that he's got a doctor on the payroll, Dr. Emil Hamilton, <laughs> uh, played by Alessandro Giuliani. Oh, from BSG. BSG, who uh, will be, uh, who is actually uh, also a character in Man of Steel. It was kind of funny. I forget what his character's name was, but he was in a scene with another guy playing Emil Hamilton. <laughs> so, uh, so, hey, that's not him. Um, yeah, Dr. Emil uh, will be, uh, is kind of a bit role here, but he does play more of a, more, more of a bigger role as the seasons go on. Because, hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember how, seeing him much. So this is after BSG. Yeah, I believe so. Um, all right, so Tess is kickboxing. Lana comes in. She's like, what's up? And okay, go. let's talk about Tess and Lana. Okay. I think Tess is in love with Lana. <laughs> <laughs> I kept expecting them to kiss. Uh, I'm okay with that. I mean... <laughs> uh I think that Tess is in love with Lana because Lex is in love with Lana and Tess is in love with Lex. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she definitely, uh, uh, well, she definitely was disappointed by Lex's, uh, uh, what she finds out about Lex. Uh, I forgot how far we were ahead. I I watched all these like a week ago, I, I swear. Uh, so I have, I've written down here. They both read off their resumes to each other. 
which is just like Lana Lang. We know that you're uh, uh, you're married to Lex, and you know you're someone to watch out for. Well, Tess uh, Mercer, you're someone who's worked your way up the ranks in Luther Court. <laughs> this is funny. I love hearing those kind of scenes. And she warns her not to be so devoted to Lex. And uh, we we um, and she's asking about this Prometheus project. And when Lana walks out, we see something's blinking in her purse. This must be one of those Wi-Fi router scanners things, tech the techie things. <laughs> I thought she was just recording their conversation. Yeah. Is that is that what she was doing? Uh, no, I believe she was grabbing files. Oh. I thought so, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, the same thing that the guy was doing to Oliver's in Oliver's airplane. Right. Slash uh, apartment. Hey, man, it's Wi-Fi in here. Um, I love Chloe lamenting the fact that she's not as smart as she was. Man, my evil yeah. upgrade was so convenient. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she does the she does the thing that Lois did, uh, you know, a couple years back. She warns her not to, warns Clark not to mess with her, with her cousin, you know, with her cousin's emotions. Get your closure uh, without slamming my cousin in the door. Uh, yeah, because Clark is still wrestling with Do not fall in love with Lana mm-hmm. She left for a reason mm-hmm. um, And uh, Chloe, through her hacking skills uh, Discovers that uh, it must have been an inside job Because there was evidence stolen or something like that So, Clark's like, well Time to suit up And he becomes Joe Fordman uh, rookie rookie cop Joe of course from Relic That's what his father called himself When he was visiting Smallville And Fordman because uh, Whitney Fordman Right? A real American hero Died for this country Really? I mean yeah he did He died for the country Okay, so. <laughs> okay. You want me to call Jonathan Kent And have him discuss with you about uh, you know What heroes are made of uh, well, I mean, I just don't understand why we're naming after oh. Whitney Fordman, who yeah. nobody cares about. Nobody cares about him. That was season one. <laughs> that was seven years ago, eight years ago. Uh, well, we did hear about his death in season two, I believe. Visage, which I told you I didn't want to try to pronounce that episode title again. <laughs> Uh, we got uh, uh, funny enough. Uh, Clark is a reporter undercover as a cop, and in noir, uh, he was a cop undercover as a reporter. <laughs> uh, we meet Dan Turpin, who actually is someone we have not seen since season one. <laughs> um, David Paitkow, um He was um, one of the football players in Hothead. Remember the coach that burned things up? Oh, like the second episode? Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, he was the one, he was the kid that was getting bullied by the coach the most. He was also mm. in the Goon movies. Mm. He played a character named Ira. So I don't remember him. So <laughs> so he doesn't like capes. His cops have rules, capes don't. And uh, mm. Clark earns his trust because uh, he saves Dan from getting shot by secretly catching a bullet. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. And then Joe is uh, invited over to Dan's for the barbecue. Oh, the most awkward barbecue ever. What was awkward awkward about it? Oh, it was just terrible. The awkward dialogue and Clark meeting the wife. And it was just, it was bad. Oh, wow. (laughs) I liked it. I'm sorry. I love the little kid in the superhero costume and Clark kneeling down and talking to him. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got this camaraderie. They had to build up why would Turpin uh, be okay with some of this stuff, you know? And, um, and of course... Well, and Turpin is... He's uh, he's uh, straddling the fence of morality. Yeah. And he lost his partner, Mike, who thought he was show title bulletproof. Um, and... Uh, Ty Olson, of course, says, always wear your vest, which you're like, oh, yeah, so you're totally <laughs> the killer, right? Uh, meanwhile, Lana is uploading Tess's files to someone, um, but it turns out that another server is linked in, and that's when Tess comes in. I thought we were bonding. And Lana says, rain check on girls' night? <laughs> oh, you're right. They should kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, maybe Lana was texting uh, Gro- Dave Grohl. Dave. Doctor Grohl. Doctor Dave Grohl. Yeah, maybe that's who Lana was texting. Maybe. Um, I don't know if you saw the other episodes, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it could be either him or uh, this uh, this guy Carter that we meet as well. Um, Carter. Carter. Who? We'll, we'll talk about him. Oh, oh, the the Splinter. necklace guy. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi. Okay. Um, Tess is pissed because Lana messed up some files. She messed up the Prometheus files. And Prometheus is Lex's chance at survival. And then there's this huge fight, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's such like a drop kick, uh, or, you know, dr- I don't know. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty hardcore. I like it. A lot. Yeah, because Tess <laughs> Tess is is training for Aikido, mm. and when uh, Lana comes in at the beginning of the episode, they make it uh, plain that Lana has been studying Aikido or yeah. knows what Aikido is. So they're a good match together. Yeah. And at this fighting. point, you're like, you're like, oh yeah, Lana had those like couple of lessons with Lex, and that's why she's uh-huh. been like doing these roundhouse kicks all this time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But so meanwhile, the cops get a hold of the guy who killed Danny's partner. Turns out that it's the uh, Seahawks fan from uh, the season four premiere of iZombie. <laughs> <laughs> the actor's name is Jason Shaming. Um so uh, Clark gets handed a crowbar, and that's when Green Arrow shows up, and then uh, takes down a bunch of guys. And Clark tells him to leave, but Turpin sees him talking to Green Arrow. Um, meanwhile, uh, uh, Lana has got the upper hand on Tess, holds her at gunpoint, and shows her this this awesome scene where she has she's like stands in front of her monitors at ISIS and. And uh, it turns out that it's a transmitter in Tess's optic nerve, a nanotransmitter stuff. That was that was cool. Yeah, but it was it was like, remember when you were on such and such island and you had an accident and and Lex did this and blah blah blah. He put a transmitter in your yeah. in in your head. It was just kind of weird the way the dialogue was weird. It's very retconny. <laughs> and uh, it's like, why? I guess, all right, sure. But I, I don't know. I think Cassidy Freeman sells like the just the, you know, the betrayal. Uh, yeah, she's very hurt. How messed, because up, she, messed up that yeah. is. He saved you, but he doesn't trust you. Um, it's almost like. Tess is waiting for Lex to come back and to see what 
what a great job she's done, and they're going to rule the universe together. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, Turpin wants to know what's up with Clark, and Clark gives him a little lecture, tells him it's not justice what he's up to, and ask yourself why you put that uniform on in the first place. And then we go to the Kent kitchen, and Clark's in his gray look again. <laughs> And that's when Ollie shows up to get an argument with Clark. Um, Ollie's ready to take these cops out. And Clark says that we need to defend these people. Even criminals need to be brought back to the light. Because he's Superman and he's awesome. And uh, yeah, the cop killer, however, ended up dead. Uh, What's up? What else? Uh, There's a whole thing where they end up like in the streets. Green Arrow shows up. They're trying to lure him out, and um, they, and they get a they get the drop on Oliver, and and, he, and and Ollie tells him to take the shot, and tells him to be a real hero. And that's when Dan decides to stop, and that's when Ty Olson starts shooting. And yay, Clark shows up, and the bullets deflect off him, and he takes down Talbert. Like you said, because, uh, always wear a vest. Always wear a vest, yeah. So it looks like he was. That's why he survived yep. getting shot. Uh, and also, Tess puts a necklace on that's like a jammer. Yeah. So Lex can't see. And she, before she does doing. it, she's like, I'm taking your life. I'm taking your bank account. Everything. It's all cut off. And then she jams a single and she says, I loved you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so she has him declared dead. Yes. So, yeah, he's kind of screwed. I wonder what Lex thought when uh, the time that uh, Tess went to bed with Oliver. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's immediately where my mind went to. Like, Lex is like, oh boy, I'm going to skip this one. However, <laughs> he is awful pretty. Uh, and I'm lonely. Just hatched all these tubes. Um, so, yeah. um Clark talks to John and Ollie about the brotherhood of police officers and it's good to have – knowing someone's going to have your back. And sometimes you can't do it alone no matter how powerful you are. So, you know. And then Clark goes over to the awkward barbecue again and the little boy is running around in a <laughs> – it looks like a Green Arrow outfit, but yeah. it's not. It's Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, – Dan says the job is hard, but he does it to make his family safe. How about you, Clark? And Clark's like, what do I do this for? Lana. (laughs) (laughs) So we go back to to the talent. Oh, my gosh. The cappuccino maker is working. Nobody's there. (laughs) Uh, And uh, Lana is not sure how long she's staying. And um, Clark says the world needs me. But what about what we need? And that's when they start making out. (sighs) And Kristen Crook does her, like, devouring Clark's face kissing. <laughs> she really gets into it. She's quite the kisser. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I mean, it's just so sad how she's toying with his emotions. You think she's toying with him? Or do you think? I mean, no. She's not necessarily on purpose. But it's just, it's just sad. And like you said last week... You know, we had done the Lana. Th- we were over that. Clark she, and Lana weren't. <laughs> yeah, she's. She, there has to I be mean, closure. It can't be just a videotape goodbye. I mean, yeah, that videotape goodbye was a terrible way to leave the show. Yeah. 
in this in okay well we can move on to the next episode don't be talking about this last scene i'm gonna cry okay uh oh wait that's requiem uh power directed by allison mack did you watch the uh behind the scenes <gasps> no i forgot oh it's in, it's in the group it's like 20 minutes Are you it's really it's I, I just love watching Smallville being filmed. There's a lot talking about I mean, <laughs> if you're not a huge fan of Alice Mack these days, I don't blame you. Uh but uh it does go into you know how how it's made and it's it, I don't know, it's kinda cool to see them putting these scenes together, you know, and blocking it out and stuff and Yeah, I meant to watch it, but I it was it was like our internet was really slow that day or mm-hmm. something and I was gonna watch it later and then forgot about it. Yeah, the reckoning one that I posted like months ago was really good as well. I don't know. Um that's probably even better because it's saying goodbye to John Schneider. <laughs> Okay, um, so this is the one where Lana gets her own superpowers, and we have so all we sorts can, of- we kind of figure out we kind of figure out what Saturn Girl was talking about, or what the Legion was saying about yeah. how Lana was going to do more than just be Clark's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And we get all sorts of like like what happened between the videotape and now. Where where she been? Mm. Um. <laughs> uh, so you know it goes back and forth there's, there's a lab she's being lowered into some water and it's like the whole thing like bursts into flames and she's underneath screaming mm-hmm. um, and there's you know this isn't the first phoenix imagery we have for the episode but this is well this is the first the first of a few um emerging. wait a minute phoenix oh yeah you didn't notice is this her is this her name no no but there is a bit of a phoenix imagery here. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll comment on it. So, so yeah, Chloe comes into the Kent farm and sees Clark watching that goodbye DVD. And he's just reminding because he's, himself. He's trying to not fall in love with Lana again. Yeah. And he's like, Chloe, you know, Lana was really hold, was actually uh, holding me back, just like she says. And, uh, and Chloe's like, no, 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 no. You just matured. She's not a liability to you. You, you know, you had to figure things out. And um, meanwhile, we know we have this like kind of a side thing going on in the background that every time we see Chloe, it's like in between driving to Star City, however far away that is. But uh, uh. Um, Clark goes to the Talon to find Lana. She's not there. The apartment's ransacked. But who is there? <laughs> It's getting to be hilarious. Like somebody walks into another place and there's Tess just standing there. <laughs> what are you doing? Here? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's kind of like the Lex thing. It's kind of like yeah. somebody's up to something. You know, somebody's done something to one of our you know characters. Oh, it's got to be Lex. What's Lex into these yeah. days? It's <laughs> he, it's whatever it is. It's Lex. It's always Lex. And so now it's always Tess. And Tess is so worried about Lana, uh-huh. and her and Lana are. Like super, we're like super close now. We're like mm-hmm. best friends now. Yeah. Um, and she's done with Lex. Lana turned her. You know, she made her see the light. She's of the day. Lana's. Re- Lana's responsible for showing me the monster that Lex is. Mm-hmm. I just wrote down the, the quote. I didn't realize breaking and entering was one of your hobbies. And right next to it, I wrote, "Dude, pay attention." <laughs> <laughs> she's always breaking and entering. Yeah, she broke and entered when uh, Clark and uh, Lois went to the Phantom Zone. Yep, yep. 
So uh, we get a flashback to Lana talking to the video camera, and I just wanted to uh, say, no, that's a wig. That's a that wig is right. a wig, <laughs> most definitely. But you know, uh, uh, Allison shot it to where you like it was from a distance. You could see the hairline, and then when she was close up, she kind of cut off the top of her head, so you mm. couldn't see the wig line. Yeah, and this was terrible. What, what, How that they explained that. Lana didn't leave on her own accord. Right. She left because Tess and Lex made her leave. Yep. And then she escaped in the van. I mean. <laughs> she like kicks ass too. She's like. Yeah. Oh, I'm, really oh, sick. I'm hurt. I'm sick. And then boom. Somehow. Like kicks somebody's somehow ass. Somehow in a van I kicked your ass. Yeah. Shoots this other guy and then orders the driver to leave and then she takes off. And then, and then she goes to a, a, a convenience store bathroom and cuts her hair off. Classic. Like we've seen a billion times. Oh, it's so classic, though. I love it. <laughs> but it explains the hair situation. Yes. That's her real hair. Yeah. And that other thing was a wig. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense. I was like, Eureka! Yep. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, in the present, Clark has found this Phoenix medallion in uh, Lana's drawer in Chloe's apartment that she's sharing with <laughs> Lois. What's happening here? And Clark's even calling it Lana's apartment. <laughs> anyway, uh, and Tess says, oh, that belongs to Carter Beaufry, uh, who works for me. And so Clark goes and, and confronts Carter. And you think he's just some like random stooge, you know, that's like a guard or whatever. Uh, but no, Carter uh, is very important here because he is the one that uh, trained Lana, who like showed up. And she, she like tracked him down, and like I don't know, like she heard about him or something, or went through circles or whatever to find somebody to give her an upgrade. He, tra- he trains Navy SEALs. Yeah, she wants to withstand pain and torture. She wants to become invincible. Okay, let's go back. To when Tess was telling Clark about how Lex kidnapped Lana from afar. This is the way Lex explained it. Lex told Tess that Lana and Clark's relationship was so dysfunctional that that's how Lana ended up in the asylum, in, you know, in the coma. So from Lex's point of view, he is helping Lana. Right. He's, he is, uh, he's, he's rescuing her. Yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. Alexa's twisted sense of, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, heroism. So we have Lana holding her breath in ice cold water. We have her burning her wrists on a hot iron. Um, GI Lana. Yep. Uh, and you know Carter is telling you got to get over your previous life. You're holding on to Clark, and you're holding on to somebody. Who is it? It's Clark Kent. And then you have to rise like the phoenix. Oh, okay. And then he says, a thirst for power doesn't always have a happy ending. And, you know, after this, all these lessons, she earns her little Phoenix medallion. And so, oh, see, I just didn't, I didn't notice all the, the Phoenix and oh, wow. motif and stuff. Yeah. So, so she doesn't just leave train. She like goes back, uh, she goes back to Metropolis, tracks him down and, you know, asks him to help her investigate Luther Corp. So he like embeds himself in the suits inside Luther Corp to work with Tess so he could provide Lana with information, which, so she was like in secret cahoots with this guy that was working in Luther Corp. 
So I'm assuming that Carter was the one that was doing the texting. Mm, okay. I'm sure we were supposed to think it might have been Lex, but... Um, so in the laboratory, uh, Dr. Grohl grafts a layer of nanites onto Lana, like, and, like, her entire body is just, like, completely burned. Except mm-hmm. for her hair. Her hair is fine. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, other Le- Lex stooge Regan shows up. And uh, yeah, he says, I broke into Lana Lang's apartment. And um, and Tess orders him to find the Prometheus tech. Somehow she gets him to work for her, but he doesn't. I don't know. He's wicked loyal to Lex. Yeah, and I thought this was really cool that, you know, we we saw that, uh, that Reagan was dead. Mm-hmm. And we assumed that Tess well, we just straight up. Well, murdered. off screen, we assumed that Tess just straight up murdered him. Yeah. And she didn't. She killed him in self-defense. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's so <laughs> so I kind of like that in one episode where we feel sympathetic for Tess. In the next episode, she's the villain. Yeah. The next episode, we see some um, vulnerability. In the next e- episode, she's a total badass. <laughs> so Classic Lionel. <laughs> Yeah, or Lex, you know, it, it definitely uh, straddles that that line. You know, it's different because I don't know. She's just got a different energy to her. She's not. I don't know. She's not John Glover or Michael Rosenbaum, but I don't know. She's Cassie Freeman. She's. I think she's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some there's some shows that were like they get rid of the main guy and they try to bring in a new big bad, and you're just like, oh boy, Adam. <laughs> 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 So, um, so, buh, 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 buh. so this nanotechnology that's grafted onto her skin, like there's no undoing it. It's done. It's done. It's grafted onto her. And I don't know, secret, uh, uh, nerd, uh, points. If you notice that the blueprints that she looks at on the monitor, <laughs> Sadie, the blueprints mm-hmm. that she looks at in the monitor, uh, look actually like, um, <laughs> they look actually like Lex's power suit from uh, the uh, like the Super Friends cartoons. <laughs> like he wore this big battle suit that was like all green, and I think it had like kryptonite in it or something to protect him, so he could fight Superman in the cartoons. So, hmm, Lex Luthor in the cartoons. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, Clark finds out that Chloe knew that Lana was around all the time, but. Uh, you know, he gets really mad at her because she didn't say anything, but she wasn't going to betray Lana. Yeah. Yeah. Chloe knew a month before the wedding that Lana was in town yep. or had been around, had been in town, mm-hmm. didn't say anything. And then when she showed up at the wedding, oh, it's Lana. Look, everybody. Look, <laughs> she's here. Yep. And she, she was suspiciously uh, bent down at the radiator <laughs> when Chloe walked in the room. Yeah, what was that about? <laughs> um, da, 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 da. Chloe explains to Clark the program was mothballed. Da, 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 da. I don't know what else. Oh, this is when Regan kills Tess's security guard to get Lex's lab location, and uh, so they have this whole like tete a like, "Hey, I have you murdering my guard on camera." And uh, Regan's like, "Well, Lex has all sorts of stuff that he's videotaped through your little eyes." So uh, she beats the shit out of him and then kicks him to death. We got this pretty gruesome, like, close-up shot of her face covered <laughs> in splattered blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh yeah, Radiator's hiding a safe at the hard drive And the hard drive has Skype conversations to Dr. Grohl Um, Uh-huh Before Skype Well, no, Skype was around It sure looked like a Skype conversation (laughs) Yeah Um, And we find out that Prometheus is a skin graft And uh, Lana convinces Dr. Grohl That she's the better choice And think about his legacy Like, would she want Lex to have these superpowers Or would she Would would he want someone nice like Lana (laughs) Yeah, she wants to save the world Yeah She wants to be Super she woman. wants to be a, a superhero too. Um, so that's when Clark and Chloe conclude that Lana actually wasn't even kidnapped at all. She um, she's at the lab on her own at her own will, and probably the talent apartment was ransacked because uh, you know people were looking for her, uh, like Regan or Tess or something. I don't know. Um, so at Grohl's laboratory. Um, they attach the suit and that's when Tess shows up and Tess wants to destroy the suit and she's going to take out Dr. Girl in the process and, and she shoots Clark races in at the last moment, but like a Phoenix, Lana bursts out of the little tent there. You didn't notice like the flames of a bird coming around her. No. Yeah. Yeah. And like knocks Tess aside. And then just like smiles at Clark before speeding off. Where are you going? Who knows? It's a commercial break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Tess says that she was trying to save Lana, and Lana was like, "No, I know you're lying. I know you're trying." <laughs> and uh, and yeah, she burns all the Prometheus files, and so nobody else can do it. She tells Tess to get out of the revenge business, and tells her, "Don't be a victim anymore." Mm. And that's when Lana meet, goes to the Daily Planet rooftop And tells Clark he do, She doesn't need his protection Let's live in the present She's not going to be a distraction anymore Together they're going to make the world a better place And uh, Clark's like Normally dreams don't come true She says there's never been anything normal about us Kissing Devouring faces <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then And Clark grabs her at The small of her back Yes and pulls up her five foot frame to his six <laughs> six oh foot actually three inch one of the one of the funny fun things about uh you know i love I love when people have to work with like tall people and they have to stand on things uh they showed that uh Chloe had her own little uh Chloe box uh in the Kent kitchen during the during the filming like she had this oh. little platform she like walked. Walked to Clark and it seemed like just so it seemed like she didn't like step up onto anything. Uh huh. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Chloe wore a slouch beanie in this episode. Yeah, I think that was her director's cap, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we get into Requiem, the one where Kalana is destroyed by Darth Luther? Yeah, it's just, it's that, well, that ending on the rooftop. You're feeling so many emotions. That's what good drama is. Yeah. On one hand, you're happy they're together and they're going to work together and they're going to be a team. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you know it's they're they're not going to have a happy ending. It's going to be tragic. It's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, but what, hashtag. But what about Lois? Uh, <laughs> we're working mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Again, at this time when I was watching it live week to week, you know how you. 
think about things, you listen to podcasts every week between everything, and you just like kind of get into this mindset of just like, come on, move it along. I want to get to the things that I want to get to. And that's Clark becoming Superman, which is training, which is uh, Clark being with Lois. And, you know, yeah, because we were reminded in the Legion episode that Clark is still far from Superman. Yeah. Where's your cape, Cal? Where's your cape? All right. <laughs> so uh, we have in Requiem, we have a creepy toy man um, having a conversation with a ventriloquist dummy. And he's got like this whole like model of uh, like Metropolis, like especially like Luther Corp and Daily Planet. Mm-hmm. I, I want that. <laughs> this is uh, Chris Gothier, by the way. We've talked about him before. He was on Our Zombie. He, in, he was the uh, like the. Uh, uh, oh. The gamer guy, the uh, yeah, the uh, social anxiety guy. Yeah, yep. Uh, he was also Smee in Once Upon a Time. He was in Eureka. We also even saw him on Smallville. He played the IT guy at Luther Corp in the episode Delete. You know, Delete where... Was that the one with Missy Peregrine? Yeah, she sends emails to people to tell them to kill people. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a bad emails. one. But, he had some t-shirt on. What was his t-shirt? Oh, I forget. But I have this, like, headcanon in mind that, like, yeah, he was, like, a Luther Corp IT guy, and then he went to work for um, Queen Industries, and that's when he got obsessed about, or, you know, upset about Oliver. Mm. Which, like, Jim Carrey and Batman forever. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's very much like like a Riddler kind of guy. But without the riddles, just the toys. So is this toy guy, is this a real DC villain? Yep. The Toy Man. The Toy Man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we have Ollie striding into a Luther Court meeting. Well, they're going to – they're trying to vote uh, no confidence in Tess. Yeah. And uh, Hellcats. Yes. Tell Rothery she's everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's she, a popular Vancouver actress. She did you see how she like nearly shivered when Ollie walked in? Like Oliver Queen, what are <laughs> you doing in enemy territory? <laughs> uh, also, uh, there's a young male uh, board member there. That's Ray Galetti. Um, again, I Zombie. He played uh, Harry Cole, who ended up who was the gambler that Liv ate his brain. The next episode, Max Wager. Maybe you remember it. Okay, the barber, all that stuff. Anyway, so Clark and Lon are super banging again. Huh? They oh, broke the bed. There was an explosion. I, you know, I'm just... Huh? Uh-huh. There's an explosion, and then we go to another scene, and it seems to be after a different kind of explosion. Oh. Anyway, what were we going to say about the super bang? <laughs> oh, just... Oh, okay. So all of the board members were killed, but Oliver survived because he was behind the table. Yes. And uh, Lana and Clark... I, it just makes me so happy when Clark gets some. I, yeah. I don't care. I just. And Clark says, Is Lana the only person that Clark has slept with? Yep. Of course. Yeah. He's um, such a boy scout. He, he came close to sleeping with Alicia, but Alicia uh, took his ring off because she wanted a real Clark. Uh-huh. Uh, was there anybody else? I almost wonder if that that girl that Lex hired, she like seduced him. I don't think they slept together. They like made out in an alley. <laughs> I can't remember her name either. It was like one episode. Um, and yeah, Clark's like, this is all I've ever wanted. So I was just like, brace yourself for tragedy. Mm-hmm. Also, Alana could do her hair in super speed. 
So that's good, right? She oh, like, when she got dressed, she like got dressed and did her hair, like and like her makeup <laughs> and everything. <laughs> Done. Um. Meanwhile, Oliver's in the hospital. Thank goodness, because his perfect body was barely damaged for being feet away from an explosion that killed everybody else in the room. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a couple scratches. Yeah, on and him. like, how did he know that that that, that uh, Newton's cradle? What is called. Newton's cradle? I wonder how he knew that was gonna blow up. Yeah, I don't know. Just, I guess it looked like a bomb. <laughs> so, yeah, he thinks it must be Lex that that uh, planted this bomb. And uh, Lana notices that Oliver's acting very secretive. And uh, so, go ahead. Yeah, just Lana and Clark are suspicious. Well, mainly Lana. Lana is suspicious of Oliver, trying yeah. to talk Clark into being suspicious of Oliver. And then Oliver gets Chloe on his side. Mm-hmm. Clark and Lana go to the crime scene Lana discovers that she can Deactivate the kryptonite mm. uh, What's going on with that? Uh, we'll find out um, Meanwhile Winslow shot uh, Yeah by the way uh, This guy Winslow um, In Supergirl is the Father of uh, Tech guy I forget what his name is Oh okay The guy that's on their team, the tech right. guy, the the Chloe character, the Chloe, <laughs> yes. Um, and so we see that uh, Winslow is working for Lex because Lex is watching through this dummy and this dummy's eyes. And I don't know. They show these. Um, they show this guy that's playing Lex from the front, and it, honestly, I think it looks a lot like Lex. I mean, he's got the mask covered up the face, but I think they 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 got the right guy with the right eyes. Mm-hmm. His neck is just too long. Okay. Yeah. And I love that Winslow like lights the model of that Deadly Planet on fire, and we see that reflecting in his sunglasses. And it's just like a very comic booky. I don't know. Uh, meanwhile, Oliver is flirting with a nurse who uh, is actually one of the stars of uh, Kristen's old show, Edgemont. Oh. So that's why she got a little scene there. Uh, it turns out Winslow was fired for being well crazy. Um, <laughs> And he was a good employee, and then he started showing up with toys. Yep. <laughs> Which uh, makes me want to rethink my Funko Pop adorned desk at work. Maybe people will start worrying about me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he and Chloe talk. Don't tell Clark because he might, he wants to, uh, because uh, I want to kill Lex, and we got to do this because Clark could be next because Lex knows everything about Clark. Um,. So uh, Chloe tries to cover it up. Clark goes to Oliver's jet to find Chloe working on the jet because there's mm-hmm. nowhere else to work, of course. Um, and I love how Clark just like immediately figures it all out. <laughs> oh, so Lex is behind, and you he wants to oh, you wants to kill him, and we don't kill, and neither should Ollie. Um. So um. Bah, 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 bah. Clark and Lana at the farm. Lana finds her necklace. And Clark puts it back on, and it's like, oh man, <sighs> the old days, and this is another hint towards what's going to happen. And, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, meanwhile, Winslow shows up to the hospital trying to uh, intimidate Oliver, <laughs> who uh, just just mocks him, you know. But <laughs> I mean, it's like he's trying to put him. He Oliver tries negging uh, Winslow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
are you a clown? How much for the ape? Um, and, but I just love the fact that, you know, like Winslow doesn't know he's Green Arrow and Oliver's just doing this great job of playing like the dense rich guy, like the smug jerk that doesn't really care while he's like secretly picking the handcuff. And uh, a little bit of trivia here. The uh, Winslow said the monkey is going to blow up after 53 claps, uh, but it was stopped by Oliver yeah. when it was at 79. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And that's when Oliver, like, gets up and threatens to break the guy's fingers. Uh, Clark and Lana go to the shop, find the dummy, know it's for. And they see the model, and they know something's going to happen. And um, it's getting late, so I'm just rushing through things. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, uh, Oliver, for some reason, ties Winslow up and puts him under a bedsheet and leaves his toys with him. Like, why would he do that? (laughs) Why couldn't he be like, hey, this guy, like, tried attacking me. Please call the, call the police. Oh, yeah, because it would be more dramatic if the nurse, if the really cute nurse would just discover him and accidentally let him set him free. And there's gas. <laughs> I love how he's like, he he puts, he just nonchalantly puts his little rebreather with a smile on. <laughs> and he walks out of the room and he looks, looks back and he goes, I win. I don't know. I liked uh, Chris Gothier's performance here as the toy man. It's, he's completely into it. Um uh, well, I like that he's a it's comic booky. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Chloe gives Clark a Lex tracker because they saw that the dummy was linked to wherever Lex was hiding. So as soon as they find the bomb, then they can find Lex and just end all this. Um. And Clark is going to go kill. No, what is it? Yeah, Clark's going to go kill Lex, or Chloe's afraid Clark is going to go kill Lex and won't let him go. And he was like, Chloe, don't you remember when you were Brainiac? They tried to kill you, and they tried to get me to kill you, but I didn't kill you, Chloe. Right. And, uh, yeah, Clark doesn't really have as big of a reason to kill Lex just yet. Um, So they go up to the rooftop. Lana has to make this choice between Clark and... And the people of Metropolis, because there's these like two giant kryptonite uh, infused uh, like crystal balls or something. There's like going to be this gigantic <laughs> bomb. And Lex says, "Do you know what people remember about the greatest star-crossed romances? Not how the lovers met, but the way the relationship tragically ended." <laughs> um, my note here was like, couldn't they have just gotten like, hey, Michael, can you just record a track? Yeah. Uh, but I will tell you, it's really funny. Uh, uh, <clears throat> the body of Lex here is played by Kevin Miller, who is like the writer director of some like documentaries, like small time stuff. Um, so like, this is like his only acting performance, which is just being, you know, held up. He's probably just there for the body type, you know, the voice is uh, Matt Adler, who uh, was the star of the movie North shore. Uh, he was a co-star of teen wolf. Dream a little dream. Whitewater summer. I, I, did you ever see North Shore with uh, no. Tia Carrera? I think is in it. Um, yeah, he's like this blonde, like surfer dude kind of person. But ever since like the nineties, he's just he, like, he was like one of the co-stars of all these big eighties movies and early nineties movies. But after that, he's just been doing voice work. Hmm. So it's just funny. Maybe he's like, I don't want to go to the gym. I'm just going to do voice work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so 
Lana has to choose, and to Clark, there's just there's no choice here. We have to save the city, and uh, they have one last kiss while Lex looks on. And Lana goes, and it's so much energy that it lifts Lana up into the air. And now, just like the first episode where Clark would get sick because of that necklace, he can't even be near, near Lana. And he tries to go to her, and he can't. And this just enrages him. So he has to use his little Lex tracker. And he finds the truck with Lex uh, presumably inside. And he's like, you'll never hurt anyone else ever again. And that's when Chloe shows up and says, if you kill him, you're going to lose yourself. And oh, yeah. suddenly the truck explodes. And they look at each other like, did you do that? Or did you, who did that? And uh, they think because Winslow's toy uh, explosive monkey bomb was at the scene, uh, they think Winslow like turned on Lex that he's the killer. But and that's what that's what Oliver wants people to think. Right. This is justice. And. Then Ollie's like, hey, you remember when you killed that guy in the hospital room? <laughs> Was it really Brainiac? Was it really Brainiac? Why would Brainiac want to protect Clark? <laughs> and he says, Lex ripped Clark's heart out and he's going to need his friends. Um, and then suddenly music is in the show again. <laughs> and Lex, uh, Clark does the classic... He goes to the exploded truck, he picks up a little handful of ashes and just, you know, lets them fall out of his hand. So Lex is dead. He's definitely dead. Clark spreads his ashes, he's dead. <laughs> mm. uh, meanwhile, Oliver's got this, looks at this ripped up photograph of Lex and he's got this uh, kryptonite ring, which, uh, you know, Chekhov's ring, I guess. Chloe and Lana hug. And um, um, so... We have one final loft scene. And there's actually a deleted scene that uh, uh, Lana went to Dr. Grohl and Dr. Grohl was just like, no, I can't reverse it. That you're, you're just, you, it, th- there's no way we can take the suit off. You know, you're just radiating kryptonite now. So it <laughs> doesn't hurt you, but <laughs> it would hurt anybody who's gets sick from kryptonite. <laughs> so, um, so we didn't need that because we, we right. already knew what it was done was done. It can't be undone. We needed to get to this scene. And she says that I know what I need to do with my life now. Protecting life is an amazing gift. And Clark says, don't leave again, Lana. And she says, I'm not strong enough to be around you without wanting to touch you. And Clark stumbles to Lana, just suffering through the pain just to hold her and kiss her one last time and like green veins go through his face and yeah he's like dying yes for all these years they've been telling us that this kryptonite can kill clark Mm -hmm. and all we've seen is that it just weakens him it puts him out of commission well actually this is this is classic like season one kryptonite effect because i don't know if you remember but They'd show it a lot on his hands, like his veins would get all green and and his hands yeah. look a little more shrinky. But now, but ever since then, it's just looked like he's gotten, <laughs> pardon the expression, like kicked in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like, I always think he's like about to vomit whenever he's around kryptonite, you know? But Yeah, he's just like out of commission. He just yeah. can't function. Right. And this was like, we could see it's killing him. Yeah. And she pushes away and he like collapses. And Lana starts talking about that cemetery scene. Remember all those months ago when you laughed at that cemetery scene? Well, <laughs> it was very important because 
she reminds him how he said that his mother was always her mother was always watching and that he's always going to be in her heart and she'll always be thinking of him she loves him and then she leaves the barn crying one last time <laughs> and clark whispers that he loves her and collapses <laughs> uh, i mean i wish i wish i mean i was really into the clark and lana relationship yeah for about six se- five seasons and then, I mean, and it was interesting what she went through with Lex. But, yeah, Lana needed to have gone a long time ago. Lana, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I loved her. I always defend her. Um, but, uh, yeah. When- I mean, and I understand that's what the, the show was Lana and Clark and Lex. Yeah. That was the show. Right. But she had just outlived her usefulness. And the reason why she's back, by the way, um, is the, the actress is back because she had to make up five episodes for uh, what happened last season. Like she had to leave early towards the end of season seven. So why did she have to leave early? She had, she went to film a movie. I'm sure, like because of the writer strike, all the filming uh, schedules got messed up. Um, so oh. she probably signed up for this movie and was like, "Yo." <laughs> I made this commitment and now there's writers striking and, you know, I, I'm just assuming, you know, um, I'm sure she wasn't like, yeah, I can just do a few episodes, uh, write me out of the contract or whatever. I don't know. Um, hmm. so I have to say goodbye, Kristen Crook. She was on for 150 episodes. Lana Lang suffered 48 knockouts. <laughs> She joins Tom, Michael, and Allison as the only actors who are on 150 episodes of Smallville. And we watched them all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now that Kristen's done, we don't have to watch anymore, right? (laughs) No, I'm ready to move on to a new chapter. Oh, by the way, uh, added to my playlist. Oh, my gosh. It's another song. The Killers uh, song, Good Night Travel Well, which I didn't know. I think this is before The Killers... Were the killers? Were the killers? This is like I think uh, the album before. I could be wrong, um, but so Kristen Crook does not come back. I'm spreading her ashes as we speak. <laughs> nope. Sorry. That's spoilers. It. Spoilers. That is it. And so, so now, okay. I just feel like those were some badly written episodes for the most yeah. part. And I'm ready to move on. I want more of the beginning of season eight. Mm. That was fun. You want to get into some Davis Bloom? Yeah, bring back Davis Bloom now that, you know, let's get down to more uh, Doomsday. How do we defeat Doomsday? Well, uh, your wish is my command or Smallville's command or whatever. Uh, (laughs) Actually, I would say episode of the week, Legion Bulletproof Power Requiem. (sighs) I don't even know. I mean, I think Legion is probably the best one of them. Yeah, uh, I would say so too. I mean, Requiem, it, it that last scene just broke my heart. But besides that, um, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they we had a, like a kind of an action Lana for the rest. It wasn't just her sitting around going Clark. <laughs> yeah, you know, it could have been that, but, uh, but yeah, Legion. Um, I mean, we had Chloeac. And had some uh, superheroes and people making Superman references. And I don't know. Uh, so next week on Smallville slash We Don't Want to Wait, here are four episodes we'll be talking about. 
Okay. Infamous. Hmm. Infamous. Turbulence. Hmm. <laughs> Hex. Hmm. Hmm. And eternal. Hmm. Your teases. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't have a lot. I'm sorry. I suck. 50 episodes left. Just wanted to mention. Aww. 50 episodes left of Smallville. We are on track to be finishing in just a couple months. Um, a Metropolis villain returns to expose Clark's secrets. <laughs> uh, Jimmy discovers Davis's secret and no one believes him. Uh, Clark must figure out how to save Tess from certain death without revealing his powers. Oh, so, okay. Now that sounds fun. Yeah. Because that's never, it never seems to be a problem. Yep. <laughs> it's just coincidence. Oh, Lana's knocked out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lois is knocked out. Like, we need some complications there in that department. Yep. They're definitely stuck in a situation where, you know, yeah. All right. Uh, next tease. A certain group of the Smallville fandom finally, finally gets their wish. <laughs> Next, uh, does Clark and Lois kiss finally? <laughs> Next, is uh, Chloe figures out what she wants to do with her life with a little magical help. Oh, that's Hex, I guess. Fairy godmother. <laughs> and so, uh, sorry, final tease another look back in time to Smallville '89 and retcons galore. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but what I want to know is, how does, <laughs> oh, I hope it works. Okay. I, I just want to know, the only time we've ever seen Lana and Clark have sex is when she has superpowers or he has no powers. So I'm just anxious to see how this Lois and Clark thing's going to work out. Well, I'm, and I'm, I've got sleepy voice now. Apparently, uh, Bizarro figured it out because Bizarro had sex with Lana. With his, and he had powers, and Lana didn't have powers. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, that's it for We Don't Want to Wait. And thanks for staying up super late to talk to me. <laughs> oh my god, so tired. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.